In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Happy and blessed Feast of Pentecost. And as the church is teaching us always that every single thing that Jesus has done in his life is eternally, it was in the mind of God. Revealed in time, he was born 2,000 years ago. Then he was crucified and risen, and the whole story. But every single event in the life of Christ remained eternal. So I, today we read the Psalms and the Gospel of the third hour, and we were proclaiming <clears throat> in the third hour when the Holy Spirit has come upon the church, he remained eternal. Since John was telling us in John chapter 1 and verse 32 that he saw the Holy Spirit descended upon the Lord in his baptism and remained on him. That's why he remained and kept it for our humanity whenever we come to believe in him and to be baptized. That's why St. Cyril of Alexandria was telling us that he became a door, a beginning, and a gate of the heavenly goods. Why? Because he remained in him and he was able to keep it for our nature. So in Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 1, he was prophesying and telling us, Ask the Lord for rain in the springtime. It is the Lord who makes the storm clouds. He gives showers of rain to men and plants of the field to everyone. It was a prophecy about the coming of the shower of blessing when the third person of the Holy Trinity is coming to dwell in each and every one of us and to make us temples. When we think of the Pentecost as a feast in the Jewish tradition and how the Lord converted <coughs> this feast to be a Christian feast. The feast is, has many different names. It's the feast of the harvest, the feast of the weeks, and also the feast of Pentecost. It's 50 days from the feast of the first fruits. Our Lord Jesus Christ was risen on Sunday and Sunday was the feast of the first fruit. To tell us he is the first fruit among many brethren in his resurrection, in his ascension into heaven, and everything he has done for us. And then, it was also according to the Jewish tradition, which we believe, and if you go to the book of Exodus, chapter 12 to 14, you can nearly count the same fact. It is the day in which the Lord sent the Ten Commandments to Moses. So it's the time when the word was sent and the first commandments were written by the finger of God giving to our humanity. So, when the Lord was telling them, you have to stay in Jerusalem, and not to move anywhere until you receive the Holy Spirit. Before that, maybe over 600 years, Jeremiah was telling us there is a new covenant. Yes, the new covenant was his, he's giving us his life, his body, his real body and blood in the Eucharist. But also part of this covenant, how we are going to receive it. In a few minutes we'll pray it. We ask the Holy Spirit to descend upon us to convert the repented believers into holy ones and to convert 
the bread and wine into the body and the blood of Christ. And in the end, we will hear it. The holies are for the holy. And this is what Jeremiah was prophesying in Jeremiah chapter 31. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers. It was written, yes, by the finger of God, but on tablets of stone. When I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. So he was telling them, you received the covenant written by the finger of God. But unfortunately, you were not able to keep it. Christ came and he ascended into heaven to send the Holy Spirit to rewrite them in a different way. Yes, all of us can easily say we can do it. It's hard. His commandments are hard. It is not. From now on, since you receive the Holy Spirit, he is making a new covenant. He adds, this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after the time, declares the Lord, I will put my law, not on a tablet of stone anymore, in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. Then we are asking ourselves this morning, yes, we receive the Holy Spirit when we are baptized. Yes, we hear and we assign ourselves with the sign of the cross, declaring that we believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. But is he working in me or not? Am I able to see that what he has done, that now his commandments are written in my mind and in my heart? He adds, now no longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. Yes, all of us were burdened with sins, but because we admit that we are sinners, when we come before the Lord to pray, to confess, and to receive the absolution from God through the church, we hear it very clearly. I remember no more their sins. It's the work of the Holy Spirit who is conveying the washing and regeneration of the Holy Spirit every time to us when we come before the Lord and confess and repent. Then we can ask ourselves, what is the problem? Why you are still struggling and why you are still feeling that his commandments are heavy? St. Paul in Romans and twice in the same book, chapter 8, verse 10, and chapter 10, verse 15 and 17. Is telling God it is done. Yes, it was a promise. It was a prophecy 600 years before Christ. Now it's in your hands. We heard it a few minutes ago in the litany of the gospel. Many prophets and righteous men have desired to see and to hear. Now you see it and hear it. Are you enjoying it or not? So St. Paul was telling us, the Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this first, he says. This is the covenant I will make with them after the time, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. It's done on the day of Pentecost. Then he adds their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. Then you ask yourself, and I'm asking myself this morning, do I enjoy the full forgiveness of my sins? Do I receive the forgiveness from God? and I am forgiving myself, forgiving others, if one of them is missing, there's something wrong with me. 
when the Holy Spirit was promised in the Old Testament and fulfilled in the New Testament, and their sins I shall remember no more, because it is encrypted in your mind and in your heart. Yes, in the Old Testament, it was in front of their eyes, in the tablets of it was in the Ark of Covenant, day and night, before the Lord, covered with the mercy seat to tell them that the blood of the Day of Atonement is covering your sins when you broke it. Now it's not no, it is no more. It is encrypted in your mind and your heart. And if you miss one of them, run not to the blood of goats and animals, but to the blood of the Lamb of God. And the Holy Spirit will convey to you the full forgiveness received from God, offered to others, and even to myself. And then St. John, in his Second epistle, first epistle, chapter 5 and verse 3, is encouraging us it is not any more hard. It was hard for you. Even St. Anthony in his first letter, he was telling us, the Holy Spirit makes repentance easy and the acts of repentance joyful and sweet. How come fasting or praying or prostration, whatever it is, is sweet? It's the work of the Holy Spirit in you. Let's go back to see what we have received in just this couple of verses in Hebrews chapter 10. Now the law written on tablets of flesh, not of stone anymore. Today we are celebrating the prayer of the kneeling, 1130 after the second liturgy, in which we are reading three prophecies, all of them from the book of Deuteronomy. To say Deuteronomy, it means to be written for the second time, but not on tablets of stone anymore. It is written in your heart and in your mind. It's the celebration of the new life in Christ. That's why Sincere was telling us, he conveyed to us the entire newness of life that we have received in Christ. He will be our God and we will be his people. Why? Because his spirit is indwelling in you. And as St. Paul said in Romans 8.15, it's the spirit through whom we have this, he is a spirit of adoption, that you can call him Abba Father. We will be, he will be our God and will be his people. The whole, whole law will be an internal encryption, not external one, which means you have been re-empowered. The Holy Spirit is convicting you from inside. You don't need someone from outside to be strong. But if he is not grieved, as St. Paul says in Ephesians 3, 4, 30, he is not quenched, as he mentioned also in 1 Thessalonians, 519. We will know him, our sins will not be remembered anymore. Then finally, St. John is telling us it's done. Stretch out your hand and enjoy it. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 3, I call it the miracle that we were looking for. We were waiting for something to help us to tell us we can do it by his grace, through his spirit within us. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. It's hard. How come you want me to love my enemy? And his commandments are not burdensome. Yes, it is not anymore a burdensome. Why? Because he encrypted them in your heart and in your mind. But still the question is very personal. Do you believe it? You can't make it. Do you believe that he did it on day one when you received the Holy Spirit? or you want to make it your own way, which is always a failure. It's time to remind ourselves that what he has done 
we were not able to do it. We need to believe it, to receive it, and to enjoy it. Let me conclude with you with the words of Saint Irenaeus. Luke says that the Spirit came down on the disciples, he meant in the book of Acts, at Pentecost, after the Lord's ascension with power. Why? To open the gates of life to all nations and to make known to them the new covenant, that the world is now encrypted in your heart and your mind, that the Holy Spirit is now dwelling in each and every one of us, making you all temples of God. And he's going to be with us all our life. That's why we started with the third hour, and it's open till his second coming, because each and every act of the Lord remained eternal for the enjoyment of our humanity. May the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.